Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. After a month hiatus, we are back. We're back. Midnight Generator is back. I am your host, Danny Kukor. Adam Yuri is also with me. Bay yep. Bay. We're back. Well, that's and totally somehow wrestling happen. Twitter has gotten worse. It's, yeah. I, I, it's take, I take a month off. Yeah. And somehow it's gotten insufferable. But I just ignore it. It's it's, it's well, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, sure is. As I uh, set my Pepsi, and when I see a lot of the drama now, I'm like this. And yeah. a lot of you are not going to see this. Yeah. But I, uh, thank God for Discord. That way, I can like go off in private about some of the stuff because like. The last thing was just the last week has just been awful. The knee salsado stuff. Oh my god! Oh. Come on. We're, we're probably doing ourselves no favors, but we don't care. Yeah, I don't care. It's look. Uh, Bix was right. <laughs> Bix was right. Yeah, I feel Bix like you was the- right. The CM Punk tweet about Have you seen the CM Punk tweet where he's like, no matter what, always remember Brett was right. That's how I feel about this. Like, Bix was right. You're normally right about 90% of the time. Oh. Uh, A shock? No. No. People come to their senses and then apologize to him and then say, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, and then treat him like shit again. Yeah. It's a lovely uh, world of wrestling Twitter. It, it's so lovely that that, that Zareen is getting a uh, promotion of wrestling Deborah live. Ugh. God. These people need freaking lives besides wrestling. Yeah. I like I mean, it's because like I do like I do my two jobs and whatever, like but it's just like I can't imagine taking this so seriously to where I'm like a stand for a fucking wrestling podcaster. I or am a wrestling company or anything. Yeah. Holy shit. It's immaculate how I tell you this much. I'm never going to tell a wrestling podcaster that I am starstruck by them. Oh, that was that was glorious. First off, fuck you, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, bruh, you caused a lot of 
trouble. We should be enjoying wrestling. Wrestle <laughs> joy. Wrestle joy. Like, we can't complain about it, so we have to enjoy it. Shut the fuck up about that shit. Dude, it's a horrible industry. There's stuff, bad stuff that needs to be said about every company. At like, it's it can be a really bad place, a really bad industry. In fact, I the shitty industry. A, Come on, there's, shut the there's, fuck up about Russell. There's three. There's three whole seasons of Dark Side of the Ring for you to watch. Like, yeah, that's yeah, three whole seasons, and probably two more coming. <laughs> yeah, coming to a theater near you. Yeah. What's up with this bullshit? All bullshit in the grand scheme of things, and probably we're doing ourselves some favors by talking about it, but that's what we do on this show. We talk about it because, yeah. my God, it's... It's wrestling. I, if I'm going to beef with you over wrestling opinions, then it's just pointless. If I'm going to beef with you over wrestling opinions, then you're not worth it. You are yeah, not, you're not just block me and move on. Or I'll block yeah, you, you and block move me on. and move on. That's that's what I have to say at, at this point because God. And I used to think, and I used to think like, oh, these people used to be used to be so valuable to my time and energy, you know, just just being friends with them and stuff. And no, they don't give a shit about me. Yeah, it's, dude, it's wrestling Twitter. It's not real life. I mean, Twitter in general is not real life, but I, I, don't, I don't take place in, or take part in, like, other subsections of Twitter. I guess I, I basketball Twitter. Go Lakers. I take part in music Twitter and billboard Twitter, and it's sort of the similar thing where you, where, where people gaslight people. Oh, it's a lot worse on billboard Twitter. Because people, because some of the participants are underage and are under the age of 18. And, like, it's unbelievable what happens there. Because I'm like, some of you shouldn't even have social media accounts. Yeah. Well, I, that happens in wrestling. We have 11-year-old reporters and shit now. We have children running around here training we're with Lanza right every fucking week we're yeah. proving Lanza have... right every week we have like, a, a the girl... week after he makes that rant wrestling twitter's like oh hold my beer yeah oh you think we're too positive about wwe what well, i'll show you i'll go do their pre-show for free Oh, we're, we're winning no favors right now, but I holy don't. shit! I had to like, see. I had to see today. Uh, like, uh, okay, NIL deals too. Oh. Raw's like, ratings were terrible. NXT's ratings were terrible. And oh, AEW's gonna be about, Raw this weekend. It's gonna be glorious. What they're what, what are people talking about? Twitter. They're talking about how AEW is struggling with Rampage. Like, y'all just ignored. Like, I had to watch PW Insider today talk about that's i don't care for burn a bridge there i had to watch them tweet about how raw's audience was slightly down they were down 25 percent in the demo 25%. from five percent from last week 
they dropped 25% in a week. That's not, I don't want to hear about the Becky audience. Becky Lynch is not the it. man. Let's, let's, let's move yeah. on. Get the bell roll for her. That, well, I have a bigger point about that, but I, I, I won't say yeah, get the, yeah, get to your bigger point. Let's, let's. Uh, so the third hour of Raw did such horrible numbers and um, most of the downfall, away? most of the downfall in the third hour was women in the key demo tuning out and. Um, People think women draw women. Yeah, it's, it's men that like watch women, you idiots. Yeah, and I've had to hear all these horrible takes about AEW's women division. Uh, oh, hey, you know, sure eyes on my TV. Um, yeah, it's I have to hear all these takes about AEW's women's division from people that wouldn't watch Don't Stardom. Know what they're the talking about. They wouldn't watch Stardom with with a gun to their head, like you know what I mean. And I can't say I'm like you know a guy that really knows Stardom like that. I, uh, I'm not a guy that knows Stardom, but talk to James Boyd, talk to Rich Lock. Yeah, that's. Talk to uh, Monroe. Uh, Talk to our podcast boys over there. Yeah, yeah, they watch Stardom. Yeah, I and like I've started to watch because of Rich and James. Um, because I was like, this stuff sounds incredible, and it's you know coming from people I trust. But it's like I see, like I saw a tweet today. It was like, who's the best female wrestler of 2021? And it's a picture of Britt Baker, Sasha Banks. Bianca Belair and Gianna Perrazzo, all great talents in their own respective ways. Great, but you shouldn't talk about women's wrestling in 2021 without mentioning. I don't know, just Shuri, maybe, like, Shuri. Uh, like someone. Who had that? Who had that? For Shuri and Yunami. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I watched that match. That match was incredible. Yeah. That was, um, so I had uh, my friend Monroe, uh, she suggested, uh, I had her and someone else uh, suggest a bunch of um, stardom matches from like the past year. I was like, I, I want to get an idea of who's who, what's what. You know, like, of course, they get went with the one that Dave went five and a half on or whatever he gave it. And yeah, so that was incredible. Yeah, that's, that was incredible. Um, a lot. I mean, all of it was incredible, and it's it's even just like the wrestling media people that talk about women's wrestling and like probably have never seen it's a mon- genuine because they want to prove WWE right. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you, you really can't talk to me about women's wrestling if you don't know who Manami Toyota is. You can't talk to me if you don't know who Kara Hawk is. You don't. You can't talk to me if you we we review matches on. Yeah. I've been watching Joshi all day. I, I, I watched, um, so I watched a match that's for next week's episode of this show. Uh, I watched uh, Barely Legal 97. And then um, I just threw on a random Joshi match from our list. And I've just been watching that all day, like just as background noise. Um, that's why this playlist is just loaded up an old angle from stardom, apparently. Um, but yeah, the, uh, you, no, you be, walk the walk. People don't walk the walk. They just I, chirp, I chirp, want, chirp. I don't want to have blind spots. So I, um, 
you know, I'm I not wouldn't afraid just... to have a blind spot. I'm not afraid. Here's the thing about this pot. I'm not afraid to say, I don't know. Yeah. There are better but... people out there to tell you what this is about. Yeah. I'm never going to stray you otherwise on yeah. integrity. That's something yeah. I'm never going to do because, because here's, here's the thing. You gain credibility that way. And if you have a blind spot, you, you can either go and fill it or no, you don't have the time to fill it and do it half-assedly. And you know what I, I just I wouldn't want to be the guy that like just flat out talks about Lucha without knowing Lucha or whatever. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by having blind spots. Like I'm okay with not being Cubs fan or Rob Viper or whoever, you know, your Lucha historians, but I'm also, you know, not going to just constantly talk about AAA or whatever without, yeah, so. But, um, yeah, I, I just, the disingenuous takes about women's wrestling have really, really run amok. Uh, it's just, it's just, just just i i just can't stand these disingenuous on all fronts i well and it's like these people just don't want they just want everything to be like wwe they don't want anything different they think wwe's way of doing things is the way to do things so then like they take they see like a complex storyline in AEW and they're like, oh, I don't get it. Or they see like, you know, like we, you know, uh, we always joke around about like Bully Ray. Bully Ray and his constant desire for heat. I watched the biggest ECW show of all time today. And what was the finish? The legendary baby face won a triple threat match and then beat the world champion after the triple threat match. They didn't need heat. They had Terry Funk go win the title because that's what you should do. Fucking heat. I, I just had enough with all these disingenuous takes and all yeah. these people trying to one-up each other. Yeah. Um, let's get into reviews. I'm sick of burying wrestling media. Yeah, let's get into the... Let's talk about positive stuff. I say that like I'm not totally going to bury parts of this match, too. Because the first match would be Bruno and Superstar, right? Right. Bruno and Superstar. Which... which I, don't, well, I, don't know, I don't know how to feel about this match. So let me point out, let me start with some positive here. I actually um, didn't realize until recently listening to some Observer uh, Hall of Fame audio. So I always thought Grand Wizard was a wild fucking name for anything. I've come to find out Ernie Roth was a gay Jewish kid that named himself the Grand Wizard to like poke fun at the Ku Klux Klan. I was stunned. I was like, that fucking rules. 
Yeah, that rule. I I I, I did not even know that. That's that's yeah, incredible. I, I heard I heard Blanza say it because um, they were doing on the Patreon stuff. They were talking about uh, him and his candidacy, his resume. Um, I need to study him more. I feel like I'm pretty good about judging managers and like, I guess that is a blind spot for me. Um, yeah, but, the uh, Grand Wizard was great in this match. He was. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's up for Hall of Fame induction. He's, yeah, he's on the ballot. He's on the ballot this year. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think he has good I think I mean, I think almost would, everyone ends up on the ballot has a case except for Brie Bella. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. You you know it. You know it. Even Trish Stratus has a case. Come on. The Bella twins do not have a case. Come they on. Say, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what people are gonna bury me talk for. About it. How they fan base that WWE still has. And then like I'm reading Thurston's tweets today and I'm like Where's the women's base? Where where are they? Yeah, you guys went triple aluminum in third in the third hour. You guys did shit in the demo. Where is this? Uh, anyway, whatever. We'll get back to Bruno and Superstar, two deserved Hall of Famers. Uh, so they, I mean, the crowd's hot as shit. Those, I mean, like the old territory crowds are like just this different type of hot. It's uh, it's absolutely insane to watch. Uh, and I don't think we can ever go back to that. Um, they, uh, I like the start where like uh, Billy went to like sneak attack on Bruno. Bruno turned around and caught him and Billy got all scared. Uh, I like like some of the striking in this. And then there's just like this test of strength that goes forever. And then there's Bruno's comeback, which Billy sold really well. Uh, and then there's that long, like, bear hug. And then there's, like, the shitty count-out finish. And I'm just like, this is everything I would hate. Like, I hate bad finishes, especially. I've said that on here before. Uh, and I know, like, that was how WWF did things back in the day. You would do a shit finish on the first match with Bruno to run it back for the next match and whatever, and you'd get two or three matches out of whatever opponent. But, like, I don't know. I didn't think it was good. I went three and – I called – I mean, I had to call – like, we had to call each other about it. I, yeah, I, like, yeah, we did. I had – I gave it – like, I felt like I needed to give it a rating, so I gave it three and a half, but then I was just – What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how to rate this. I, I don't think I was, like, uh, doing the for its time thing enough for it. Um, you said you didn't give it a rating, correct? I gave it about three and a half. I I, I, I finally settled on it, but yeah. the bear hug spot really took me out of it. And then it kind of yeah. it was like perfectly fine. 
I mean, it had the same casing of every Randy Orton match, so at least they weren't doing this in 2021. Um, yeah, it's just a weird, I don't know. I said this when we had to do that back one match too. Like the old, the old New York territory matches just, uh, it's weird to me. I can't do it. Uh, what we got next? Then we go to Nohiko Takata versus Yoshiaki Fujiwara from 10 85. 89, not 85. My goodness. I um I loved this. Uh I think I like shoot style more than you. Like we kind of talked about that on the phone yesterday. Yeah, we uh, did. My conversation was I don't know how to rate shoot style because shoot style to me is more MMA. It's I mean it's worked MMA, but it's still like I, I don't know. I like I like it. Uh I have Somewhere around here, I have an eight-disc set of the best of UWFI. Uh, so clearly, that's something I'm into. Um, I'm a big fan of Takata. Uh, Takata comes off more of a superstar at, than Fujiwara here. Yes. That's something I uh, They start off with just, like, this great technical work. Um, Takata... Takata got okay. So like watching it with sound, like Takata hit a. There was a near. They got a near finish off of. They got a, a false finish off of a leg kick. Yeah, I, I thought that I was, was very. I thought that I was losing my mind. Um. Then um. The second half, like it, it just gets. I it it builds on the leg build. work, which I, yeah. I really like the build of the leg work here by the, Takata. They had there was this one strike exchange towards towards the end that was just some of the best shit I'd ever seen. Um, I do you okay? So I watched this a couple weeks ago. Um, what was the finish? I have iffy finish down on my notes. Um, so. So it was 4-4. Then the next knockdown wins. Takata kicks out Fujiwara's leg for a close victory. The rest okay. means- yeah. I was I was kind of iffy about that, but I do like the the knockdown rules and stuff. And I saw it felt a lot like uh what influenced um the pure rules, like the 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 pure rules are wage matches, like the structure yeah. of the this felt more like pro wrestling than the other. Um, it I went four stars even on this. Uh, I probably sound like I liked it more, like more, liked it more than that. Uh, it I went That's four even. Your review sounds like a four and a half. Um, I went four even too. Um, yeah. Um, like the storytelling elements of Smash were really good. Yeah. Um, and I really like the shoot style stuff. Uh, I was really glad to, I guess we can, oh, well, what was the, well, we can't really transition in the next match with it, but 
I, let's transition. Let's transition to um, Malachi and and Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi, uh, Tamora. Uh, yeah. So they. Um, this also like the psychology of it, like just how over just the takedown is, and yeah, uh, just you like uh, tease like there was a point where they tease a leg bar and it gets it was just like the uh like like the leg kick near, near fall i was just amazed at this like they, he just teased the leg bar and the crowd's like oh my god like this could be it it's and that's like towards the beginning of the match um and it just uh they they just get like there was another point where um Tamora's like he hits a head kick and then he's just kicking this dude's ass and then there's a takedown and a hold and a hold and the crowd's just going crazy. The crowd went crazy for uh the 10 counts, uh the 10 count teases too. Um I really liked this. Um again, I'm I'm really into I'm much more into shoot style than most. Yeah. This was pretty good. Yeah. He submits him with the cross arm breaker. Yeah. And um, and that kind of out of I liked how that kind of came out of nowhere because you oh yeah it did come out of nowhere like they got it like it like flew into that. If you're doing shoot style, you should have flash finishes more often than say uh, AEW or whatever. You should have flash finishes. Um, Yeah, I really like that it was sudden finish. I'm stickler on finishes, obviously. So. I went four and a quarter on this. Um, like this more. I went three and three quarters. Really? Okay. Yeah. I uh, I was really into this. Again, I I really really like shoot style. I I just came. Maybe it's my blinders on when I'm watching the shoot style. Well, are you are you a you like? Do you watch MMA much? Yes. Okay, I just didn't know that. See, that's I'm really big in MMA too, so I guess that might be why. It's hard for me when I can watch a real compete. Yeah. Why watch pro wrestlers do it when you have actual Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? That, that's just my opinion. And I don't want people to discount my opinion as something as gospel. A lot of I mean, people do enjoy it. I mean, we, our star ratings were right in line with each other. Uh, I mean, we were a little bit off on this one, but we had the same thing for the last one. Right. So uh, I like it, but I don't love love it. I don't think it's the greatest wrestling ever. Right. I'm not. I, I wouldn't go that far, but I do enjoy. Um, Stuff like that. Uh, all right. So now we can talk about the carry job. Yes. The best match of Kevin Nash's fucking career. Uh, God. They worked his ass off. And Brett, does, Brett had to get so creative with this stuff, too. Like, um, you know, he they start off doing the taking the turnbuckles off and you know, doing kind of uh, like character work. This felt there. like a fight. This felt like a fight. Yeah, you know? I mean, Brett, 
Brett goes straight for his leg at the start. That, you know, no subtlety on the story. You just go straight to the leg and, you know, because that's, you know, the of the time, that's how you did a big man, little man match. Um, Brett uh, gets his ass kicked, uh, sells like no other. I mean, Brett, you know, Brett's one of the five to ten best wrestlers of all time. My f- number one or number two favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, so I'm biased. I can't, uh, you know, whatever. They, uh, they, just like the early jackknife tease, like you didn't get uh, early finished teases like that back then all that often. Uh, Brett pulls out, like he has to tie this man up with uh, an electrical cord. Uh, and like, that that, that was spot, an unbelievable spot. Yeah, that spot is like the perfect descriptor of this match. It's Brett being a genius and Kevin Nash laying down and not doing anything. Uh, Brett. Takes oh, it wasn't one, Nash. It was yeah. It was the the grandmas did more work than Kevin Nash in this match. Yeah. They uh, there's the tape, dude. Brett takes that wild table spot. Um, dude, that was sick. Uh. And then, like, uh, I love that. Okay, so that's one of my favorite finishes of all time. And I'm surprised nobody really does it all that often, where Brett's so beat up that he can't even, like, stand for the, uh, the, uh, power, like, to take the power bomb. Like, he's just. And then he cradles him. And then he cradles him. I, like, I don't see a lot of guys do that, like, anything like that. I guess, uh, like Omega when he wrestled Okada and he like just claps before he could take the Rainmaker. I guess that's kind of like that. I'm sure there's been other ones that I'm just not thinking of. I'm sure Punk's probably done something similar or Danielson. But like, yeah, it's just not, it's just a, something so creative that you don't see enough. Right. Uh, four and a half. I feel like I went high. I went too. Okay. I felt like I went high because I worry about like, Going forward, if we do certain guys' matches, Brett, uh, I think I said this when we did that great Muda match last time where I was like, I'm biased, like, just, just putting it out there. This is one of my favorite dudes ever. Uh, yeah, four and a half. I thought Nash's like selling was pretty top-notch, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing that Nash did do in this match. Yeah. Which... I mean, guy made a career off not selling, so that was good. Right. So next week, we are watching the barely legal six-man Mission Open Pro match, which I watched today uh, to get ahead of it. Um, I just want. Well, to I watched these days, which is the Mission Open Pro 10, 10 Third year anniversary show from October '96, yeah. which is the predecessor to me. Yeah. Uh, Five stars. But we'll get to that in a later episode. Yeah. Um, El Hijo del Santo versus Pelino, Monterey, 10 I know the barely legal tag on YouTube. I don't know, but I know Jushin Liger versus El Samurai is on New Japan Wall. Yes. That's a Super Junior's final, 430-92. And then, I think this is on YouTube, too. Um, 
It Gary is. Lawler I versus look, Dory Funk Jr. I, I searched for I almost um I almost watched that earlier. Uh it's on YouTube. So is the uh Felino match. And yeah. So we should we, yeah, because I, I think I've watched the Felino match on YouTube recently. But I just didn't take notes. Um yeah, so those should all be available. Uh we'll post I'll post links if anyone needs them. Uh I'll post them in our Discord server. Uh I'll post, I'll post everything we wear in the greatest match ever Discord, the uh, the greatest wrestler ever for Discord, which everyone should join. Come on, give give Grimace some company. I um I joined and uh, one of my buddies joined. Um, a lot of good discussion. We do watch parties every Saturday. Good see, time, Joshi night on Sundays. Uh, see, I, so I joined last week and I just haven't been active because obviously I have my own, uh, server and then, um, like when you guys were doing watch parties, I was at work because, you know, I was doing double shifts all weekend. Yeah. I'm just advertising for the greatest wrestler ever. I, I need, to be, I need to be more active in there and I need to be more active in the social suplex, uh, discord also. Yeah, you can find us pretty much on the Greatest Wrestler Ever Discord, the Voices of Wrestling Discord, Adam Non-Toxic Wrestling Fans Discord, and the Social Suplex Discord. Those are the four discords we are basically on. Yeah. uh, Also, shout out to uh, Between the Sheets. I'm on their Discord server. I'm on their Discord. Yeah. Shout Shout out to them, of course. Between the Sheets. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, support their Patreon. It's some of the best uh, best audio you'll hear. Um, yeah. We're plugging other people's shit, but we're not plugging our own shit. DJ D. Cook's on Twitter. Uh, shout out to, like I said, our, uh, our Discord servers, uh, Social Suplex, uh, Podcast Network, uh, follow... One Nation Radio. Yeah, shout out to One Nation Radio, of Human course. Nation style. Um, uh, so uh, follow AW me. AW Match Guide, too. Huh? AW huh? Match Guide. Yeah. Um, follow me um, at Adam Yuri 4 uh, If you followed my old account, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we covered that one before. We, we covered that. Covered what's, that some dick. What's your uh? What's your my handle? Twitter account never got suspended or anything, so it's at DJD Cooks. And yeah, coming up, coming up in a week or so on my radio show, or heavy, I'm gonna have Mark Grandin, uh, the curator of Spectrum Pulse, on. And we're going to talk about the year in music in 2021. I'm probably going to post that in the Great Match Generator podcast feed. So, all, a little all, bonus audio. And plug it plug it in all of our uh, servers, of course, and, you know, Twitter. Um, yeah. yeah. This was a, a fun show. Yes, this was a fun show. So, we bashed the wrestling media. We got ourselves in trouble. Yeah. Fuckers.
is AEW slowing down? God damn it. All right. The, no, we're not doing Is this. AEW slowing down? Oh, God. We're not we, doing We're not again. doing this again. <laughs> Who wrote that article? Just, just call him out. Oh, it's not an article. It was the tease for uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp's podcast today. Today, where Raw and NXT did record low ratings. What, what was NXT's rating? They did a 0. .11 in the demo. Ooh. They're getting Ooh. so close. They were 48th on cable. Uh, they're getting... They're like one... I, okay, so the Lakers played last night, so that's pretty good competition. But I don't even know what is what takes away viewers from NXT anymore. But they're getting real close to dropping down below 0. .1. And when they do, that happens. Bye bye. Yeah, I don't know. USA just kind of does whatever Vince wants. Like uh, Thurston posted an article or a chart today of like all these different times where uh, like SVU reruns did way better than NXT. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. The chart, the chart was it was all SVU, and then I guess like the charts. Like he didn't have access to the name of which movie it was in that slot. So it was just like movie, uh, Thursday, 7 p.m. Uh, and it uh, did like a point four. So it was like just like pre movie, but you would movie. Bruh. Fine. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> NXT 2.0. Go. NXT 2.0. Go. That's how we're ending it. Yes. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.